This episode of Two Season a Pod is brought to you by Baby Vapes. Is your baby tired of vaping the same flavors like strawberry bliss and vanilla caramel? Well, then look no further than Baby Vapes. With Baby Vapes, your baby can be jeweling the hottest flavors like, like applesauce, mother's milk, ants on a log, and even Cheerios that fell on the ground. You're going to use promo code 2Cs for 15% off your first jewel, jewel canisters fluid of, of, of baby vape juice and get that baby vaping. Tonight on 2Cs in a pod... 96.7 on your Two season a pot, 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 two season that's a no bueno for this guy. I don't Ready think I don't think the work day has the work day started yet. No, you? so I'm on I'm on like a reverse schedule today. So you call I think you're I'm, you call it reverse schedule. I think people will just call it a, a normal out west schedule. Yeah, well, it's bullshit. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm working. I'll start at ten and go till seven. Yeah, and that feels like the longest day on earth because I'm up at five anyway. So I'll tell you what you why, yeah. Uh, because Shannon's gonna be up, so she'll be up. She was waking up at like four thirty yesterday to go to work. She has to be at work for six, so then I'm gonna just wake up at like I'm sleeping if I'm sleeping until five thirty, and then which sounds ridiculous, but at that point Darla's up, so then I'm up, right? I'm just gonna be the sleep guy. She has to be out of the house by like five thirty, so then I wake up. Start watching after her, make sure she's not dead. Um, and then, you know, I'm optimistic, uh, Owen here, figure that I can get everything done I want in a day before 10 a.m., right? I'm like, perfect. I got I got this e-recycling that I can get to, like, an e-recycling facility. I got these, um, like, old clothes that I can bring to, like, a Salvation Army or something like that take care of that take Darla to the park like we're rocking and rolling you know 10 o'clock hits we got they got everything I got a workout in before that too but uh they, you know the world doesn't play on my schedule unfortunately I uh, call the dump go ahead well Cam I was just gonna say you're you're throwing out red flags all over the place right now because first of all why do you need an entire recycling plant for your amount of ecstasy um Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I think instead of instead of just throwing out all of this e, you should be selling it on maybe trying to get some kind of profit off of. Uh, by the way, how did you come into such a large, large amount of ecstasy? So much so that you would need to recycle it instead of just like sell it to the local swag kids with their soy face and their supreme and their TikToks. Get it on TikTok. Have a have a have a have a ecstasy TikTok account. Um, to bring things back to the old days, you know, kids are doing too much fentanyl these days. Kids are doing, you know, looking for uh, the right kind of cough syrup so they can drink lean. Uh, what happened to good old fashioned ecstasy? 
I don't know. Um, I is ecstasy just MDMA, right? Yes. Is it pure? Is that what it is? I don't know. I think it's the other way around. I think it's the other way around. Okay, so it's not crack. Um, I think yeah, your MDMA sounds like the more technical term of the two. But the way I stumbled into all this is because we're moving, right? So um, I, I, you know, you go through all your closets and shit, and then you just find things. You're like. Why am I holding on to this cell phone from nine years ago that I will never use again? You're like, in case mine doesn't work for five minutes, I can go back. I'm like, if my phone stops working today, first of all, I have a backup phone, which is my work phone. And if that stops working, I'll be happy as a clam. I'll stop using a phone. Anyway, so I call the dump and I'm like, hey, can I drop off my like my cell phone? I got like an old Polaroid camera. Shit just doesn't work. They're like, well, it would just be under normal load. So, like, you just go in, you weigh yourself, and then you weigh yourself on the way out, and you pay the fee. I'm like, the difference will be, like, 42 grams. Like, that's it. There's not going to be a difference. I, I could pick up a piece of trash, <laughs> and we I would walk out heavier, right? <laughs> and they're like, all right, then it's a minimum $5 fee. I'm like, trying to save the planet here, right? So, that that's no point. I'm just going to go to Staples. doesn't open until 12. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, this whole world doesn't operate on my schedule. And then I try and go to the Salvation Army. None of them are open. No, those, those haven't been open for months, Cam. See, I feel well, like think- the, the problem isn't so much so that the world's not working on your schedule. I think it's you still think that the world's working on the schedule from this time last year. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I just, it's it, it's uh, it's like it's like when you were shocked and surprised that there was somebody counting heads outside of the food basics. It's like Cam, what I, fucking rock have you been living under? That <laughs> this is uh, so incredibly surprising to you. And if you've heard both of these uh, voices so far, then you know that this is the podcast that um, where Cam Claire just starts talking and forgets to introduce anything. Because nothing. Hey, if there's if there's one thing that I know about media, it's that I like to get a good five and a half minutes in before I'm introduced uh, to something. Because sometimes I'm this, just watching a. This le- just didn't show. This didn't show up on someone's radio. Because sometimes I'm just watching a Leafs game and I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck am I watching? It's not until I hear them say, welcome to Hockey Night in Canada, where I'm like, oh my god, finally. Now I know I'm watching Hockey Night in Canada. I thought I was just watching Bob McKenzie uh, slowly and surely just gain seven and a half pounds a season. Uh, Until he'll collapse into himself, kind of like a star. That's what I'm picturing, uh, Bob McKenzie's end life being. My name's Cameron Osborne, two season a pod. That's all I got, Cam. All right, I'll tell you this. My name's Cam LeClaire. Uh You already know it because you don't watch 45 minutes of BoJack and be like, what am I watching? Am I watching this horseman? What is this show? <laughs> anyway, second point is Bob McKenzie doesn't do Hockey Night in Canada. He does TSN broadcasts, which are not on Saturday night. So shove that up your ass. Yeah, but oh, doesn't TSN have the song, though, now? They have the song, right. they do not have Hockey Night in Canada. Well, that's a good point. Well, I mean, you know, but that does beg the question, Cam. Like, let's say there was another podcast hosted by two other guys with the same name. Let's say their name's like Carlos. Their name's Carlos and Carlos, and they had a podcast called Two Seas in a Pod. And then if they played our intro 
surely fans of the show would be listening to it and going like, oh, great, this is another class, another classic incoming of Cameron Osborne and Cam LeClaire. And then next thing you know, it's two guys named Carlos. So you're saying there's two different voices that project into someone's ears and they're like, another great episode of yep. Two Season of Pod. We could have a, we could have a cold. We can't. Could have a cold. Yeah, there. Yeah, maybe both of us. You know, the audio is just garbage. Doesn't work anymore. And somehow this falls upon their laps, and they're like, "No, no, no curiosity here. Everything seems good as new." And then forty-five minutes in, they're like, "Oh, weird." This isn't the same thing. Who knows? They could have the exact same segments. Of course, they could get to emails. They could play games. Uh, they could do things that would be, be like this exact show. For all we know, I guess I don't know. I don't. I, I think you're overthinking it. I think you think that we are broadcast on places where people turn on their car and they're like, oh, "What time? Is, when is the news coming on? What is the traffic report? What am I listening to? Who am I? What day of the week is it?" Who's my dad? And then it's like, you know, they're not doing that. They're pressing their phones and they're going, hmm, another episode of Two Seasons Pod. Let me send that to seven of my friends for this is what most people do, just so you know, yep. listeners at home. Of course. Most people send it to most of their friends and then they play it. And if you don't do that, it's kind of weird. Like you're kind of a weirdo. Um, anyway, I, I feel like we're bearing the topic here, Cam, because last night was the big game. The big game? The big game. We're not allowed to say it. <laughs> the big game. We're not allowed to say it. Game. Cam, it's not, it's not we're not allowed to say it until, God, God, game. We have to go two weeks of sh- showing the listeners how the sausage is made. It's not until you say Holy the smokes, big the big game. game was last night. Wow. The big game. That was. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. But see, but see, this is why we have the Monday release schedule. Because we, you and I are not recording kind of on our the day in which we've recorded for the past oh, maybe this month is Monday. Or today is Monday. Holy smokes, did you see that pass? What a finish. You know, yeah. Controversial call, I can tell you that much for free. Yeah, controversial call. Uh that was incredible. There was um uh there was a halftime show. Did you? Could you believe that? Yeah, I couldn't believe it when um when I, I mean I mean we're really burying the lead here, folks. What's what's uh, that one? The, uh, the Star um, Boy. Love that. Yeah, one. we're we're really burying the lead here. Uh, we should have just really kicked off the show with this, folks, because John John Lennon's still alive. He popped up down there in Tampa um, right when the weekend was finishing uh, one of his classic songs, like the 14 that we named uh, yes. the other week. And John Lennon just popped up. And guess what? He looks great for 80-ish, uh, 80-plus, and what, what we're who we thought was range. dead. And he was, carry- and he, was uh, he, he, he was carrying a copy of Catcher in the Rye on him, which um, was really just like a level of artistic irony, you know, uh, for him. He's like, hey, guys, get it? Ha, ha, ha. And then we all laughed. And um, who knew John Lennon was such a big uh, football fan? American football. Who would have thunk it? I, um, I didn't. How, so he... In the the theory going back is that he was shot from a guy who said that he read The Catcher in the Rye and said that he was a phony. Did I get this right? Uh, yeah, less of a theory, more of a truth. In, yeah, well, that's what you call in it. In that, uh, God, and, and like most good uh, shooters, he had three names, and I don't remember what they were. John Wayne Gacy. No. 
<laughs> but yeah, but like like most good close people, was it close. I bet it's a John. No, um, it. no, John Wayne. No, John Wayne Gacy was the uh, the killer clown guy. No, but like um, fuck, I really can't remember his name, and it's gonna kill me. But that's okay. Yeah, I think he was carrying a copy of Catcher in the Rye on him. Like, oh, like so he at never, the time, he never said he never said like this is the reason. Uh, yeah, he did like kind of subsequently, but like that that book was so close to his heart that he had the copy on him, so that when he got arrested, it was like, look, guys. It's a phony. Um, and which is, of course, why we know J.D. Salinger went into recluse uh, for so many years, right? He couldn't handle the the stress and the pressure of poss- you know, possibly writing the book that killed John Lennon, of course. So it wasn't until um, he unearthed himself uh, as the host of Hollywood Stars and Celebrities, what do they know, do they know things, let's find out. It wasn't until he kind of came back to that uh did we really realize well he's been here the whole time um one thing i do know is that jd salinger like um spent his final years in uh, like a fort it was uh like he kind of forted himself into uh like a house with a huge like stone wall you know 15 feet all around his property because he was such a recluse uh i do know that mean I think, uh, like, uh, you would use it in the, like, like uh, you're, you're, you're not um, participating in society, you're not talk- meeting with people, you're not, you don't really have a presence of any sort of sort, you are just, you're choosing to remove yourself from society. Sounds like a lot of our friends. Uh, yeah, but th- think about it with less uh, mental health issues and drugs. I would ah, think about okay. it more as like a like a tr- like you know like a you know when you you have a friend who they're who they're canceled? like they're in a band or you heard about Crystalia? I just heard about this canceled yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that an ex- is he recluse right now no but actually there is a new show or it's like a little little series on Netflix there with Nicolas Cage called the history of swear words. It's, yeah, I saw that. It's meh. Um, they they really come hot out of the gate with the f word first, and then they kind of slither down to like bitch and like I'm or like pussy or something. I'm like, yeah, that's not really a swear word. But um, second build after during the credits is Christopher D'Elia. Uh, so I had to pause it because it was happening. You know when in the credits it'll just say like skip to next episode and like it happens yeah. without you even knowing it. So quick. Yeah. And so I had I had to go back to the previous episode. So I had to pause it. So just so you know, folks at home, um, you know, and mothers of 16 year old girls, uh, if you see that your daughter's communicating with a Christopher D'Elia, uh, it's still Chris D'Elia. He's just trying to rebrand. It's a problem. It's, it's a problem. Uh, he, he's just trying to rebrand. So watch out there. But it's nice to know that he's still making some cash. Yeah, I mean, he probably has credits on a bunch of shows that he makes cash from. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, like, I mean, like, I was on that show, Whitney. I mean, a new show. Like, this show was produced and released since he, uh, um, you know, kind of uh, fell away from, uh, uh, sure, let's say the hearts of the world. Sure. Okay. I feel like most comics didn't come out and, like, blatantly accuse him, though. They're all kind of like, yeah, let's, uh, let's wait till this simmers down. Like no one really, no one really came out harsh against him except for a few female empowerment comics. Um, I gotta, I gotta go take care of this. And so that's what I said to Crystalia when he called me.
Yeah, it was harsh words, um, you know, but uh, but I think fair. Um, I think fair. It was, uh, I think, I think it was a little over the top that you called him. I think he was really most offended that you called him, uh, not hot. I think, uh, sort of, sort of a lot of the comments you just made, sort of a lot of the comments you made about his comedy, that was one thing, or sort of like his public persona was another thing. But as soon, but it was as soon as you said to him, hey, Dalia, you're not attractive. Uh, that's really when he, uh, started to really, really started to take offense to that. What do they cut? That cuts like a knife, they say. Yeah, I was really surprised. Like I was, I was really surprised for, um, you know, I mean, many comedians, uh, you know, uh, kind of lean into being self-deprecating. Uh, but it was really when you started making comments about, uh, you know, hey, you don't have an eight-pack. That's only a six-pack. Uh, he really started to uh, fly off the rails. Hey man, uh, someone's someone's gotta tell it like it is. Like, don't you want a good friend um, or just like a stranger to tell you what they really think of you and not hide behind the uh, veil of secrecy? It would be nice. Or, it would be nice. Yeah, but hey, um, you know what? We're we're uh, we're, li- we're living strange times. Um, speaking of strange times, um, I told you, Cam, we're moving out. So guess how they're doing the viewings here? Moving out parentheses Anthony's song. And parentheses. I don't know uh, what that's referencing to. Well, you're gonna have to look it up, Cam. Um, you're viewing a house, uh, so I guess people are coming to see your property to make sure everything's fine and good. Uh, I'm gonna say it's pretty simple. You know, you just slap on a mask. They have to give you the normal 48 hours notice. Uh, you know, maybe they're like, "Hey, can you guys actually step outside while we while while we sort of walk around, or maybe just kind of have one of you in the corner." Or something. Uh, it's pretty simple. I'm gonna say it's not complicated at all. This lady's coming in today with an iPhone and walking around the place like it's a fucking episode of Cribs. See, and this is one thing that's odd. Uh, yo, what's up? This is my crib. Um, I hope if she does do that, I hope we do get a good look at the refrigerator. Whose idea was it on like the Cribs production team that what's in the fridge is what we need to see? Uh, it was, I and guess. It's, all, it's always like, there's 72 bottles of water. I got it imported from Miami because I love that Miami water. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like some, it's like some producer at MTV said to themselves, hey, everybody has a fridge. Um, this will be a very point of common ground. You know, celebrities are just like us. Right. Uh, but they're not. But they're D- not obviously, like us. my fridge is not the same as DJ Khaled's fridge. No. Uh, so also, there's no way the fridges look like that. They're like, why is there no ketchup? There's never right? you, any never, ketchup. There's no never condiments. any condiments. There's never, um, you know, like the butter tray, and you get like a half stick of butter, and then kind of like the rest yeah. of the foil is wrapped around it. That never, <laughs> that's never there. Uh, like, what are you these? You got the sriracha sauce that's just. Crusted. Yeah, up there's top. no crusted sriracha bottle. Uh, you know, stars and celebrities, they, they're just like us, though. You know, uh, there's a jar of pickles back there. <laughs> Who knows? That might be from three houses ago. It should be moving house to house to house. Yeah, there's Getting no better. jar of home pickled pickles. Uh, you know, that like an aunt gave you because they're really into pickling. And then you're I like, I made you this jam. It yeah. says 2016 on it. You're like, oh, I don't know about this. I'm going to trust it. Yeah, you know, the uh, that thing of like baking soda, that little box of Arm & Hammer baking soda. Yep. That's never there. Yep. 
But starting celebrities, you're right. They're just like us. The beer that you made three months ago that you're like, I don't trust it anymore, but someone will. All these sort, all these sorts of things just like uh, aren't present. What's in present. your fridge, folks? Uh, yeah, what's in your fridge? Let's know. Two season the pod. Uh, that that is, I, I, there is really no f- place of commonality uh, between like an MTV Cribs house and a normal person's house that wouldn't like besides the fridge. I think that has to be the most common thing because at least there's a chance you'll see. That your fridge is just like their fridge, but in like in no other sense would you have I something see under the sink. That's what I want to see. I want to be like, I want them to be like, you have to prepare for this and have no idea what we're going to ask about, and they're going to walk in and be like, ah, right, here's the bedroom, here's the, here's where the magic happens, and then here's the the, the bathroom, and you're like, I want to see under the sink in the bathroom. They're yeah, like, I I think I'd want to see the laundry room. I'd want to yeah, see, uh, you know, um, you know, in the middle of the interview, the little dinger goes off, and you have to change over the laundry, and you're like, ah, fuck, yeah, you know, and then where, you know, and then you're you're out of those little uh, dryer sheets, you're out of the little static right. sheets, and I want to see your junk drawer. I want to see you open that thing up, and it's just almost like springs are exploding out of it. You're like, we need all these things because they all serve a purpose and we just don't know what they are yet, but they all do help. Exactly. So like those, that's a very small pair of scissors that can be very helpful for Ex- if we need to prune this plant over there that's almost dead. Yeah, one of those screwdrivers that has, you know, seven or eight different kind of heads in it, and you kind of push them all up. Uh, you know, your cell phone charger from your BlackBerry. All of these things. Yep. Um, show me that drawer. I want to see your junk drawer. Send us your best picture of your junk drawer. Whoa. Sorry, Chris D'Elia, not for you. <laughs> I didn't know a drunk dr- a junk drawer was a euphemism, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's life, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, tour- <laughs> you're, you're touring your home, although it seems as though Sucks. there should be a... You know, a, a person come in your home. I know. Maybe when, I don't know if they will. I know when I'm Jess gonna, was looking I'm for a new sick Darla on them. I know when Jess was looking for a new roommate. You know, somebody comes in, they have a mask on. Everybody else has masks on, hug. and then you just kind of like walk around. Like, hey, this is this room. This is this room. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Nothing in the closet. Definitely nothing in the closet. Let's not look in there. Nothing as per usual. But hey, Cam, you're you're southern on you're southwest Ontario. It's uh, it's like a free for all down there. It's the Bro, wild. I played pond hockey last night with strangers. It's the wild west of uh, yeah. Well, that that's going that's going on everywhere. That's going on everywhere, Cam. I'd love to oh, hear as there as there been any updates at your LCBO or No Frills or Food Basics regarding some kind of tangible security presence when it comes to uh, letting people in and out. Um, no tangible difference. I think they still have the high school kids. They might be jeweling now. Um, Ooh. I think they've just stopped asking questions, though. I kind of like sometimes just give them a nod. But then again, um, I don't do much of the grocery shopping. I kind of just keep myself busy with shit to enough points where there's almost nothing left in the fridge. And then mm-hmm. Shannon gets frustrated and she goes to the grocery store. And ah. then I just give her money. <laughs> I guess that I, I, it works out very I, well for me. I mean, I guess I guess that's one. I guess that's one way to do it. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, but you're not out there on the streets. You're not. You're not. Um. Uh, you know, getting on the level of the common man, Cam. Because for all you oh, know, to, you don't know um, what things are I like. I went to a TNT. Wait, do you know TNT? Dynamite. No, it's the Chinese grocery store. Okay. They have all kinds of uh, imported Chinese goods, like 
first the, the uh, seafood area, insane. Like live crabs on the ground just walking around. Like they're saying, excuse me, you know, part of me. Um, but like the chips and everything are just like crab flavored lays. Like all kinds that you just would be, you can't believe. They're, can't believe. they're lays potato chips. Lays potato chips. So they, were, so they were made in Canada. That's what you think. But crab? Crab flavored. No, because isn't like Lay's a Canadian thing? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Lay's. Maybe it was Ruffles. Who knows? <laughs> it was, they were not, they were definitely like targeted at an Asian demographic. But I got temperature checked there and I was like, excuse me, I thought this is America. Like, I thought I had rights to know my temperature and not yours. Um, but that was the first time I've been temperature checked since going to like a doctor's <coughs> office. Yeah, I'm still confused about what the fuck's going on down there in Kitchener, and it's so funny for for it's like the Florida baby. <coughs> no, no, it's <coughs> I was gonna say like the opposite. Like it's so funny that your area has been doing this for a month and nobody knows and what to do. Where my area has been that's doing that's mostly th- me though, Cam. <coughs> I don't leave the house. Where much. my area has been doing this for seven, eight months, and it's all like there is no temperature checks because there's a, a security guard outside the grocery store just letting people in. Uh, like you know, you, <laughs> why not a security? Why not a temperature check though? That's uh, I don't think like you have to do that. That feels like an unnecessary waste of yeah. time. Temperature check resource. You have to buy the fucking thing, and it's not accurate in the first place. Yeah. Uh, you know, for example, like I run cold. I have a thyroid problem and I run cold. Like, do I have to carry around my prescription every single time I go to a fucking store to be like, you know, oh, your, your temperature's 35. It's like, oh, fuck. Well, I have a hypoactive thyroid. I run a little bit colder. Uh, you should say that, like, wait, wait till you see me in the hard, they're in the paint, baby. Well, back cold at ba- back, uh, back at Casa Loma, they were doing temperature checks, but it was a little less formal, more just kind of like so we could have some kind of thing documented. And that was an easy conversation with the, uh, you know, I mean, it's a security guard who you know on a first name basis with. They check your temperature. You're a little under. They're like, do you feel sick? No. Okay. You're like, aren't I supposed to feel hot, though? Like, isn't that the, as an epidemiologist? I think it's any, uh, any, any kind of any temperature on either side. If you're too hot or too cold, they would be like cause for alarm. Right. Uh, Red flag. Who knows, you know, so um, still waiting for your area of the world to catch up to the sanity of it all. No, I I hope we don't. I mean, I think it's all cool now. It's all cool, baby. We had like 30 cases yesterday in Kitchener. I'm like, this thing's done. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. We're throwing house jammers tomorrow, buddy. Uh, speaking jammers. of house jammers, do you want to help me move? I'll help you move. Yeah, you'll come down to the big <coughs> city. I don't know. If you- <laughs> yeah, I'll come down to the big city. I'll come down to the big city. Yeah, man, that that's that sounds great. I uh, I feel like I feel like you could use a little a uh, little excitement in your life. I really could. I really could. And you said that's uh, that's coming up at the end of the month or beginning of next month. Yeah, uh, like pretty soon. I, we got into a little pickle because I thought that to move you only had to give thirty days notice. Nope, not the case. <laughs> yeah. And my landlord basically came back. You great, you're moving, but you definitely need to give me two months notice. I'm like, and I like, we look it up, and we're like, how can we avoid this? And then we're like, yeah, we can't. Like that's that's the rules. And then I call him like, look, man, you were a hundred percent right. He's like, yeah, like I get it. You guys kind of fucked up. 
And so we basically agreed, okay, how about I give you 45 days notice? He's like, that's fine. And then so basically we're out half a month's rent. But um, if he gets someone in before March 1st, then um, he'll send the money back. So I guess, you know, all's, all's end, that's... You know the saying. Uh, All's well that ends well. There you go, Cam. I was hoping I was hoping you would say it wrong, and then I would have uh, just a chance to laugh at you. Nope. I did that on a business meeting yesterday, and I don't remember what it was, but I started the sentence, and I went, you know what the saying is, and just plowed ahead. Oh, you so you sort of half said half of the saying, and then said, it, okay. It was the like, saying. the goat doesn't go to the other side of the fence, or whatever they say, and they're like, oh, sorry, the grass is greener? Like, we're, what are you trying to say? Like, don't count your chickens? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, don't put all your eggs in one basket. The, don't, don't count yeah, your chickens. A, a farm, yeah, uh, Don't milk the cow before a blue moon. Like, you know. Hey, did you know what canary in the coal mine meant? Um, I, I don't, I, I know what that means. I don't, I, what I does don't it mean, I, I don't like, know. I don't know what it means. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. So they used to send canaries down into coal mines to see if there was enough oxygen for the workers to go down there. Uh, so they would send a bird down and if the bird died, they knew that it wasn't safe for a person. So I'm going to say canary in a coal mine is some kind of expression to mean, um, kind of like throwing you under the bus. Or like you're screwed, I think so, yeah. Or something. I think it's the one that we're 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 gonna be the guinea pig here. Yeah, it's like, but but yeah, you're a guinea pig. Hey, that's another euphemism, though. You, so I don't know if we can explain it. You with might euphem- you might die, uh, something like that. See, I thought for the longest time until yesterday that mm. I thought a canary was yellow, right? Okay, bright yellow bird. Who knows if it is? Probably not. I thought it meant that. Everything is black, and you were the canary in the coal mine, as in you're the bright yellow bird in an all-black environment, so you're the thing that stands out. Thank God I haven't used this in a sentence, because it wouldn't have made any sense. If I'm like, hey, baby, only one in a suit here, canary in a coal mine, people are like, what? Like, what? And they probably just ignored it and be like, yeah, this guy doesn't know English great, but he's working on it. It would have made no sense. It would have made no sense, Cam. That's why you got to know expressions before you just use them willy-nilly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some big to differ. That's dangerous. It's dangerous to just be throwing around expressions like that. Nah, it's lighthearted fun. Oh, no, something could happen. Something could happen. How you feeling, buddy? This is our first morning show ever. Yeah, we're, we're doing uh, mor- shock jock radio morning. We're on the morning shift. They're moving us around. Uh, of course, of course. Um, Kim Mitchell still has his regularly scheduled programming. Um, of course, you know, coming on the in in a little bit in the afternoon, kind of covering your drive home. Uh, and this is really yeah, your drive to work. Well, uh, I know we have some drive time people calling in. Uh, should, should, we, should, we, should we set up the callers? Yeah, sure. Let's open uh, up the phone lines. Let's open up the phone lines, <clears throat> as it were. Remember, well, you can well, call. Well, uh, are. Well, you remember to call five 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 cams. Five 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 cam cam. Um. <laughs> Cam Cam. Yeah, that, so um, yeah, you five 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 Cam Cam. Don't cam, worry, cam. the 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 second or the last two letters there are just gonna beep on the phone. Just, it doesn't yeah, actually it will, make the number, but you can still type it in and nothing wrong will happen. So while Jerry gets <laughs> the uh, phone lines together, it's funny you mention that because um we're setting up at work like a one eight hundred number and the and the IT guy, I don't know why he's asking me this personally, but he's like, Hey, should we try and range the numbers so that 
they correspond with letters. And it basically came back and goes, when's the last time you used a home phone to dial a 1-800 number? Everyone just Googles the number, then presses the number. Like, no one's like, oh, the number for this is, uh, it's 1-800-SLEEP-TIGHT. Uh, like, no one's thinking that. They're like, what's the number for sleep tight? Uh, the latest brand in sleepwear and uh, you know <laughs> there's they're tights that you wear to sleep uh, you know kind of really holds it all in there really constricts the blood fantastic new product sleep tights oh I think we got our first caller on the line here and it's um, Bob it's Bob from Kalamazoo <laughs> I didn't I think I didn't I didn't actually think that was a place Kalamazoo, yeah Kalamazoo Michigan baby Bob how's it going hey guys uh, long time listener first time caller um, I just, I wanted to ask you guys, cause you're, uh, sports experts. Um, do you guys think Calabob is going to fight the, uh, Canadian, um, uh, George, uh, George, uh, St. Pierre? Let me know. Thanks for calling, uh, answering. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. <coughs> thanks, Bob from Kalamazoo thanks, Bob. there, of course. Um, Cam, I'm going <laughs> to have to pitch this one over to you because, uh, um, I've heard one, I heard, I, I, I knew one of the names, uh, that was mentioned and, uh, that's about it. I think he was saying Khabib, not Cal, I think he mixed up Calab, Calab, Khabib, Khabib, never get met off versus George St. Pierre. Uh, there's some reports out there that saying that it's the news is circulating. Nothing's been confirmed yet. I'm gonna go out and let and say it's not gonna happen. That's my prop bet for the week. Wow. Um, Actually, well, why don't I set a date on that? So what, I could say, if he's saying something's not gonna happen, you never get paid out, right? Right. By June. Okay. June thirtieth. Thirtieth of, of this year. Twenty twenty. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. That's a pretty that's a pretty good time frame. There you go, Cam. Anyway. Um, simple bet, you know, Cam. You you sort of looked at uh, you know the history of the fighters and their health and conditions and all those things, and uh, you know you really made uh, an incredible call. So that was fantastic. All right, next next caller on the line. Okay, um, we've got we've got a caller. We've got a caller here. Here we go. My name is my name is my name is my name is Fred Bundy, no relation, and I'm here from from Little Rock, Arkansas. Cam, this this is a call for Cam Leclaire, and I just really want to thank you for for bringing awareness to something that's really really important to me. And and that's and that's for thank. I just want to thank you for bringing attention to Big Nut Syndrome. Of course. Old slobs of the show remember back in episode five, uh, the Cam's twenty-fifth uh, birthday spectacular, when we heard a particularly intimate story about Cam's big nut. And I just want you to know that if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been able to come out to my parents for having a big nut. And uh, it, it, it's really changed my life, Cam. Uh, you're you're a hero, and uh, I love the show. Thanks. Uh, BNS, everybody. Yeah. BNS. Uh, get yourself checked. <laughs> Go to the doctor. Make sure everything is the right size because sometimes you think everything's right because you're used to it but uh, sometimes things are supposed to be the size of marbles not tennis balls so let's uh <laughs> maybe maybe somewhere between marbles and tennis yeah, balls maybe, maybe like almond i don't know uh, Walnut. yeah maybe Walnut. like a f- i don't know, a f- Cam, a fig. I don't know what the right size is supposed to be i'm stuck on tennis ball maybe a fig 
or a date, uh, you know, something of this kind of thing. And you're right, Cam. Um, it's nice to know that, uh, you know, a lot of listeners of our show are really, truly being inspired by some of the words that we say. And um, it's nice to know that uh, this this kind of has a, has a lasting effect on a lot of people. All right. Uh, we got Dave from Florida calling. <coughs> hey, it's Dave. Um, hey, listen, I just got a, I love your guys' gambling segment on the show. Big gambler myself. Got a lot of money on uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, big win last night for me. Hey, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, want to put want to put a odds or over under on uh, the number of times that Cam Osborne is going to uh, make a pop culture reference that Cam Claire is not going to get on the show. I'll give it at zero point five. Thanks. No, this is interesting. <clears throat> this is interesting. Um, of course, you know, I think we'll need to set an end date, just similar to your... I think he said on the show. On, on the show. One. So, I mean, as long, I guess as long as the show goes on. Uh, no, 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 like <laughs> on the current show. On the current show, um, did we... And I think you've already passed it. Uh, you yeah. gave the brackets something. <laughs> yeah, I think we may I'm need... moving out, brackets, Andrew's song. An- Anthony's song. Uh <laughs> <laughs> end bracket uh yeah we could talk about moving out parentheses anthony song by billy joel we could also have brought up um is it billy joel from green day yeah billy joel f- from green day uh, <laughs> am i not right on that one you're so off for so many Are reasons sure? cam Who i'm the singer of green day uh billy joe armstrong Oh, so close. You were close. You were close. However, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I I think it probably goes back to a lot of like, you know, what your parents did or, you know, sort of like growing up. I just knew who Billy Joel was. Uh, Speak to me. I'm the piano man. Speak to me. Yeah. Speak to me. I'm the piano man. Uh, Scenes from an Italian restaurant or moving out parentheses. Anthony song and parentheses. Oh, is that the one? You know it, baby. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Cam, I would love to. I think we've topped it at four now. I would love to play Jeopardy with you because you're Cam. You're the kind of guy who I feel like you're going to shout out the first thing that comes to the top of your head. And then if you were to like pause it, give you a couple minutes, I feel like more often than not, you could come up with the right answer. But the one that comes off your head immediately, always wrong. It's but And maybe your second instinct is kind of like, you know, mess. Sometimes it works. But that third or fourth instinct, it's always right. Well, I'll tell you what. If I was playing Jeopardy... Um I think the problem would be once we get to that final round and they're like, you have one minute to answer. I just write it down go, I'm done. I'm first. Yeah, exactly. Extra points. You you would put that little like, you pen have one down. Minute. You sure to think about that. And you throw the pen in the crowd. You go, let's go. Um, I don't need second chances, baby. Number one. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> that would be exactly it. You would put that pen down so emphatically, uh, even though you know nothing about Ameri- U.S. presidents from the 1800s, but you would throw that answer down so confidently. George Armstrong, number one, captain I, of the Maple Leafs. I don't think that's a U.S. president from the 1800s, <laughs> but... Uh, that's what you think. But that was something, yeah, thanks for the call. Thanks for the... Uh, yeah. Dave, hey, Dave didn't sound great. Um, maybe a little ill, but hey, we're not judging here. Okay. Uh, we got another caller here. <clears throat> got another caller here for you. Hey, what's up, guys? My name's Chad. 
just want to say, guys, I love the podcast, okay? I love, I love talking about MMA, okay, guys? I love talking about elk, okay, guys? And I love talking about putting stuff on the barbecue. Your podcast gives me all that. You know I signed up for Spotify just so I could listen to your podcast because it is so damn good. Anyways, thanks, Rogan. Keep it up. Area 51. Okay, this must have been, this sounds like it was not meant for us. Maybe the wrong person. Yeah, interesting. This is interesting. Um, uh, now, are you sure you dialed 555 Cam Cam? Um, I'm, and again, I don't know what numbers to, or like what letters to numbers work on the phone. Uh, but that certainly sounds like it was a call for Joe Rogan. I've never eaten elk. I have once, maybe. (laughs) But it is surely not a staple in my diet, so I can only imagine the call, that that call was not for us. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Hmm. Um, by the way, he never said either of our names. That's probably a good indicator. B- a big indicator. Also, when he said thanks, Rogan, at the end there, uh, that was also a big <laughs> indicator for me personally. Uh, next caller, Daryl from Manitowoc County. Hey, it's Daryl from Manitowoc County. Uh, hypothetical for you folks over there. Uh, it's your last meal, like the one in prison before you get, uh, you know, they give you the electric buzz buzz. Uh, you have to pick a last meal, but it has to be fast food. Go. Now, this is interesting. Um, I, I heard Manitowoc County, and I assumed Canada, but uh, apparently not. We're, uh, I guess we're somewhere in the States. <laughs> or Hey, just because someone, you know, has an accent doesn't mean they're from there. I know a guy has a Welsh accent that lives down the road from me, so I'm going to go ahead and point the... Manitowoc racist over here. What do you th- Okay, where was where was the man with the Welsh accent born? Um, doesn't matter where he's from is Kitchener now. Think about that. I'm sure wherever he's from, he's Wales. He, okay, he, he, do, he does not say he's from Kitchener. Very very few people. If uh, I if I ask him, "Do you live in Kitchener or Waterloo?" he says Kitchener. Yeah, but I'm sure there's a tinge to his voice that's like it's kind of like a sigh. He's like, "Oh, where do you live?" and he's like, "Uh, Kitchener. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's a little the big, bit of a big sigh. City. The big city. <laughs> a, a little bit of a sigh. Uh, that's a good question. Um, if this was a last meal uh, sort of fast food thing, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to go with a couple. Um, I'm going to have to go with a Harvey's burger with some onion rings. Uh, oh, I it? like the t- I, I was going to say you could spread it across like five different places. Ah, well, I mean, I'm not going to eat that much. I mean, I don't, if I'm going to get the chair, I don't want to be violently shitting while like 10,000 volts is uh, being thrown through my body. No, I want something that's going to sit a little easier. And I think like a single kind of, you know, like a, like a, like a bacon cheeseburger and some onion rings from Harvey's. I mean, that's it. You know, uh, I, I, rather than the Wendy's or the McDick's or anything, but Cam, I think we've done this before when it comes to fast food and I don't know enough about it it's sim this is this is similar to my new year's resolutions where it's not i it's not good enough in your mind so uh you know my answer is almost invalid well uh, i'll take that as a that is an answer um i would probably go milkshake from mcdonald's like the vanilla ones i don't know if you have those they're great and then uh, Wendy's Dave Sink, probably a double, just, you know, if I can't finish it, whatever. And then Chicken Nuggets from McDonald's again. And then for the fries, no one really has good fries out there. 
So I think I'm going to have to go onion rings again from Harvey's because they have pretty good onion rings. How does that work? Probably- Do they? Will they actually kind of like go out of the way to get you that last meal? I don't know. I've never been yes. on. I've never In been on death places. row. I well, I, I watch YouTube videos on it. Um, <laughs> so they do for some places, and some places they won't. Like a really fun example is a guy who ordered his last meal and made it like so extravagant. Like I want lobsters from Cape Cod from this restaurant. I want steak from like grass fed beef, and and like you know I want you know fifty like something stupid like that. And then once they actually present it in front of him, he's like, I'm not eating any of that. As kind of like a big last fuck you. And then after that, the warden said, like, we're done with last meals. Like, we're no more of this shit. So he ruined it for everybody. Well, yeah, the last meal thing to me sort of seems like, 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 yeah, probably uh, archaic to a point. But also, like, it also feels like, like the slap in the face. Like the last kind of... I don't know. I don't know. It does feel it does feel weird to imagine sitting on death row for two decades and then suddenly, you know, you're treated to something like to me. If you murder and rape, yeah, you kind of gave up your 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 right to a to a to a a Big Mac. You know, that's sort of one of the rights that you forfeited when you decided to like, I don't know, kill a bunch of people. Uh, does that make does that make, is that, is, does that make sense? I hear where you're coming from, but hey, let's live a little bit while we can, right? I mean, I'm curious. We were just watching one on Netflix the other day, The Night Stalker. It was okay. Um, but <laughs> but buddy, buddy was sitting on death row for 20 years, and like, I don't know anything about anything. But how the fuck does that happen? Like, when you flip a switch, right? You put him on a chair, and you go boop. And then it happens. Like, why? Why is there twenty years? Is are there that many people on death row that there's tw- that like, even if you killed one person a year, three hundred sixty-five days a year, three hundred sixty-five times twenty is a number. Is that how many people were executing, like in line before this guy? The reason it takes so long, I don't know, but I think part of it is just the, you know, the the, the death part's easy. It's the living with the idea of death, which is the hard part, right? Oh, so you think it's like uh, it's like some kind of yeah, it's a torture thing. Well, the the, 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 tor- the torture is not the like dying. That's easy. That's instant. But it's like, is there your last day? I don't know. Right? How are you gonna spend it? No, I think you know when you're. No, you don't. You don't. You you get like, I think you get transported, and then you're like, and then you have like two days. So yeah. it's like I'm on death row. I don't know when it's gonna happen. Could happen tomorrow. Could happen twenty years. And then like you know, one day they're gonna knock on the cell, and be like Jerry, it's time. And then Jerry Seinfeld, you know, like that last episode of Seinfeld, has to go on death row for all his crimes against uh, the sitcom characters. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, we thought that he was just gonna be in jail for letting John Penney, uh get mugged. Turns out it was very dark. It was actually death row. It was actually death row. Yeah. Yeah. You got any more? You got any more callers, or are we? Uh, should we cl- shut shut down the phone lines? Let's let's shut off the phones. Uh, let's shut off the phones just for today. But uh, but they'll be open. Remember, you can reach out to seasonpod at gmail.com. Let us know. Leave a little voice note. Of course, you can call 555-CAM-CAM, and uh, you will Cammers. be patched in directly to our phone line. Um, so I get, we got one more game, but I wanted to tell you a quick update. 
for some free on Kajij stuff. I found a bunch of paintballs, which I like, I'm not going to use. And you know those things you just carry house to house, and you're like, no, I'm I'm done. I'm not carrying. Wait, this you had paintballs in your house from when I was living on Albert Street. You had a paintball I, gun on Albert no, Street. No, 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 no. Me and Connor went paintballing after he broke up with Molly. Because I was like, well, I'll cheer him up. We'll go out do something. And then like we just had extra. And then I've just kept them house to house to house. And then this time, like, that's it. I'm done. No more bringing... They're expired anyway. So I decided to throw them for Yankajiji. Outrageous amount of demand. And I'm tired of the game of, like, you know, people are like, I'll come pick it up right now. And then, like, what's the address? And they send them the address and they just don't show up. So I basically said, like, or, they'll, you know, I hate the game of, like, oh, yes, no, yes, no. So I just said, as soon as I get a yes, I'm putting them outside. That's it. And I did that, and I'm like, you're like, hey, um, you know, are they available? I'm like, yeah, I'll put them outside now. Like, can you come? They're like, yeah, let's see. I just boom. And then two different people said yes to that, and then I go outside like eight hours later, they're still there. And I still have people messaging me, and I'm like, I think they're go- like, oh, they're still So they said, fuck it. I'm now putting them. I have to put uh, put the ad back up today. I say, I'm putting them on the mailbox outside of the apartment building where I'm at. If they're there, great. If they're not, sorry, but they're there. Like, as far as I know, they are sitting there on the mailboxes right now. Two boxes of full paintballs. I want to get your hot take on it. Um, yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I know what you're saying with those things that kind of follow you from house to house. I don't have much of that stuff just because I've moved so much. Uh, <clears throat> like, I mean, Cam, even since you and I have lived together, I've lived in, this is my fourth different place. Since you since you and I moved in together five if you include like the four month span where I moved from one place back into my parents place and then back out again. So a lot of the yeah that that um that erroneous or you know erroneous things I don't have too many of Uh, but Cam you were you you've you've gotten yourself into this this spiral of this free on Kijiji where you're you're addicted to the rush of giving something away for free but you I just I want to say yes to someone but they're so unreliable they're like okay I get it for free and they just don't come pick it up you're like well you're taking it from somebody else then yeah um I think because it's free when something's free I, I would say you have you would have less urgency to like go get it because it's well, should free. I put it up for like two dollars then well I was gonna say uh or you could try buns and trade it for something you know like oh. there is kind of that option of like you know paintballs you end up getting like a little end table or something like that right because when there's an exchange of goods I think someone would be motivated to make it happen but if something is free and you know it's just on uh on a mailbox somewhere you're like great I'll just go pick it up tomorrow it's free yeah, like it's no it's literally does not cost me a cent it's more expensive for me to go there it's my time and gas or you know transit or whatever it might be so I would say maybe get into onto the buns train uh, rather than uh, just kind of th- slopping some shit away for free on Kijiji hell maybe you can uh, get a nice get a nice plant out of it yeah or just like if someone's like I will give you one beer I'm like take it even that anyway. even that uh, that would be a good option um, but yeah keep getting keep getting rid of that stuff yeah try it I'd say I'd say try the exchange thing you could end up getting something in return that you may actually uh, like fair enough 
Okay, well, um, let's move on to our last game because I have to actually start work, which sucks because I'm going to be on this until it's dark outside and it feels like the sun just rose. A mm-hmm. um, little bit of a Ohio, no Ohio headline or asinine where we scour the world of news, the world of wacky headlines to figure out what is real and what is fake. Hey, 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 Headline or asinine? Um, Cam, I'll let you uh, start the uh, the process here. Wow, Cam, I don't I don't want to cut off the energy. Such a succinct introduction. That was incredible. Um, possibly one of your best introductions yet. So I really have to say, okay, Cam, ready for this one? Uh, yeah. Bologna or salami? Man facing prowling charges after stealing dirty diapers from a green bin in Toronto. What does prowling mean? Man faces prowling charges. Yeah, what is a prowling charges? I don't know. You never, you've never heard the word prowl? No. You know, to... to uh, Like, it's like stalking? Sort of seems... Like, sort of? Yeah, sort of seems like it's lost its spontaneity at this point. But yeah, think about it like stalking. Okay. I think, I, I think it's like you're kind of like stalking someone, but like being really creepy about it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for stealing dirty diapers... Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say he was stealing dirty diapers so that he could check if it was actually his son. That's my guess on it, but he's got caught in the middle of a legal battle. That wasn't just for custody. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's Salami. Yeah, you're right, Cam. That's a headline. I think in the future, I need to find headlines within your lexicon. Or if so, hey, I need you, to... You couldn't even define what prowling or was. If so so... I'm not, if, if I ask you, Cam, what is the definition of that? And you're like, oh, it's, uh, you know, it's yeah, this. Yeah, because... Then you don't know what it is, be- and I'm allowed to ask. Because if I give you the definition flat out, I'm pretty much admitting it's a headline. Because if I made it up, I probably wouldn't have used that word. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if, then you can't expect it to be a common word if you're like, I, I don't know it off the top of my head. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. It's not an issue of me not wanting to define the word. It's a matter of if I do define the word, that's kind of, at least I feel as though that's me admitting or that's me saying to you, this is a headline. Uh, this, and I'm, now I'm explaining the word, right? <laughs> so I just so you know maybe maybe next time I find, if I find uh, if I find a headline with a, a peculiar word I'll just have to synonym it in there. Uh, but yeah, Cam, you're right. That is a headline. Um, the craziest part though, this happened on three separate occasions, all between December first and January twenty third of this year, where uh, a man was uh, stealing or taking dirty diapers out of the green bin in broad daylight out of a home in the Toronto Beaches area. The suspect has been caught is charged with three counts of prowling at night, two counts of criminal harassment, and three counts of theft. Uh, you know, just because something's on the end of your driveway, you know, it's, I guess it's, if it's like a, if it's like a desk that somebody's left or a mattress somebody's left on the side, of, you know, on the end of the driveway, sure, you can take it and there's no prowling, no theft, no criminal harassment as soon as it has to do with poo. That's a crime, baby. That's a crime, baby. So watch out next time uh, you're stealing diapers. Well, good to know, Cam. Um, so I will give you a headline here. Let me find a good one here that would be uh, at your lexicon level. Okay. 
Let me just pull one up here. Maybe I think the ones I'm using here, camera, are a little too simple. Okay. Because uh, obviously you're a pretty smart Way guy. Way simple because I... Oh, so you're worried that I'll understand all the words. <laughs> yes. And, that, and that'll kind of give it away. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I, this is going nowhere. I tried to find something. Did you just interesting. serve... <laughs> I can't imagine what you're, what, you're, uh, what you're writing on that whiteboard that's behind me. I can't imagine... Yeah, it's uh, it's I'm down a web right now of things that this is. Yeah, no, never mind. Cam, did you just okay. say down a web? <laughs> I'm down a web of things. Spider uh, hole, baby. I'm down the spider hole. Is that what it's called? Nope. Okay, ready. Um, do headline or asinine? Do spiders Cam. have holes? Pro how much? How projection <laughs> projections of primary and revision hip and knee arthroplasty in the United States from 2005 to 2030. Say that one again. No, that's sorry, too easy. Say that one again. Sorry, I need some more complicated language here. <laughs> uh, outcome of revision hip arthroplasty in patients younger than 55 and an analysis of 1,037 revisions of the Dutch arthroplasty revision. <laughs> Okay, now this now this is a headline that's right up my alley, Cam. Because back in second year university, I took a tumble off of my longboard, broke my wrist in the process, and ended up banging up my right hip pretty bad. The bruise was fucking, you know, it was one of those big purple bruises that like covers, you know, a huge chunk of your body. Um, and ever since that moment, I have had a right hip pain. Uh, and it was like, you know, you know when, uh, have you ever, uh, you know, like a, a, a bone or a part of your body will crack for the first time and you're like, oh, oh yeah. that's a new one. And then suddenly it's like, oh, now this is just a new part of my body that cracks. I can get a nice crack out of my right hip. You know what it is? Out of my right hip the flexor only, not the left hip flexor. So when it comes to hip replacements in those under the age of 55, this is something that I've been uh, quite curious about for, for, many, for many years now. You know, it, you could I possibly be the youngest hip replacement receiver ever? I don't know. who. Is, it, Definitely not. It, is Guinness following people around for that? I don't know. Uh, I my One of my dad's best friends has two fake hips, and he had one of them replaced with another fake hip uh so very 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 um close to my heart that being said though cam i don't think you would have made up a headline that was so confusing so i am gonna say that's a headline oh i made that up that's asinine <laughs> okay i'll give you a real one cam mr fucking i'm smarter than you i never I know said the word that I, I know never the word said that i'm a curious man and i'm allowed to ask questions smuggler found with nearly a thousand cacti Strapped to her body. Cactus is strapped to your body. See, this feels odd because why are you smuggling cactuses? It's cacti, Cam. Uh, the, 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 the plural term is, sorry, I just have to cut you off there. You don't smuggle cactuses. That's That doesn't even make sense. It's not even a word. Right. Cacti. Right. Well, that's the thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm staring at my little cactus right now. What a weird word now that I'm saying it. So cactus. Cactus. Hey, 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 can I get one of those cactuses? What a weird fucking word. That'd be pointy. Cacti. That'd be sticky. I mean, how small do they have to be? I remember hearing, um, do you remember when uh, sort of airports implemented that uh, it was, it's like a little like chamber 
and you step in it and then it kind of does like a scan of your body and it's able yep. to make and sure everyone's like they can see me naked yeah i remember when those came out and there was a story where uh someone had smuggled drugs like uh against their belly but they had like taped pancakes over top of the drugs and apparently to the silhouette that that machine made uh it didn't it just kind of looked like body fat it didn't look like how did they ever find out about that i don't quite i don't quite this again this was years and years and years and years and years ago i mean it's been a good six and a half years since i've even been on a plane uh so i do remember hearing that story so how would you get caught? I love it when um, somebody's trying to smuggle something and it's so clearly like they're doing a terrible job at it. You know, like um, like our, our story the other week of the a guy trying to smuggle uh, coke under his toupee. Um, people are always going to try to smuggle things. I mean, what's in the cactus is the really important question. I'm going to say that's a headline. That is a headline from uh, this is from Auckland, New Zealand. Mm hmm. From I'm trying to pronounce it right, right. Wen Quing Lee, also known as Wendy, pleaded guilty uh, because she was breaking biosecurity laws trying to bring in plants from China. Uh, the 38-year-old had bring uh, to, like put them under her stockings and strapped them to her body, and the plants were worth over ten thousand dollars and included eight endangered and threatened species. Uh, so Wendy's going to be seeing some trouble from this one, especially on her legs, because hey, even though she's shaved, those things are still prickly. That would be so uncomfortable. Yeah, I can recall uh, a trip back from somewhere where um like the tsa or whoever it was like uh like checked the bottom of your shoes was checking the bottom of our shoes for dirt because it was like we were coming back from somewhere whereas yeah like that's how these types of invasive species can be transported just from you know a little seedling in the dirt on the bottom of your shoe next thing you know you bring it into a new environment and it uh and it takes over really serious stuff when it comes to invasive species and things like that uh remember if you're going remember kids if you're going to Georgian Bay remember to wear uh your 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 water shoes cuz those zebra mussels are fucked Ready for another headline cam Send it. Headliner asked nine, boy who fell into a coma before the pandemic just woke up. <sighs> that is that is the headline of 2021, I would say, if that's true. And just like the saddest reality. Having to walk, like, where do you start? Right? They're like, what happened? You're like... Well, first Australia was lit on fire, then and then George Kobe, Floyd then was Kobe killed, and then, then Kobe that died. just created a whole lot of things. COVID happens. Like, what's COVID? Who's George Floyd? You're like, I. Right, this is gonna take a while. Like, you may go back to sleep. You're like, I've been asleep for months. You're like, <laughs> trust me, it's not like you didn't miss much. It's been well, it's a lot, but you know, we've been home for a while. Your dad's out of work. Um, your grandma's dead. Um, you know, you don't have to go back to school, thank God. Like, I don't have to go back to school. Like, oh, those those have been closed for months, <laughs> right? And they're like, what about my favorite store, GameStop? You're like killing it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's not unrealistic. I'm gonna call a headline. <laughs> what about all that GameStop? 
GameStop stock that I bought. <laughs> How's that doing? <laughs> Cam, you are right. This is a headline. This is a story out of the UK uh, where a 19-year-old boy named Joseph Flavel, or Flavel, uh, just slipped out of a coma that he's been in since March 1st. So about two weeks before uh, official pandemic. Back on March 1st, of 2020, uh, he was struck by a car in his hometown of Staffordshire, uh, when he sustained a head where he sustained a head injury and uh, slipped into a coma. Back on March 1st, the UK had only 23 confirmed cases of COVID-19, and uh, while of course you're right, Cam, you know the um, the family is rejoiced to have him back and alive and healthy. They have to ask themselves the question: How the fuck do we explain what just happened? Of course, when he woke up. His family was by his side in masks. Um, apparently, he had no clue why everyone was wearing a mask. Uh, and it took him a while to understand uh, when his parents brought their iPhone uh, in front of him and he was FaceTiming with his grandmother. Uh, he, he, he kept asking his parents the question, why can't grandma come visit? You know, why can't my friends come visit? Uh, and it was a lot to uh, it was a lot to explain. Um, and not only did they have to explain just the situation of the world, they had to explain well, to him. There was this thing called flatten the curve. OK, and that we're far beyond that. Then there was social bubbles. Well, they're in the UK. This, is, there, a, this is a whole different <laughs> can of worms there in the UK. Not only that, Cam, the kicker, Joseph Flavel got covid and recovered from it while in his coma, um, which was wow. just incredible. Apparently he's doing fine right now he is like home he is he is out of the hospital and just adjusting to uh missing all of it man what a what a wake-up call Imagine that. um all right headliner ass next we only got six more minutes before i have to start work mcdonald's customer calls police because she missed breakfast due to long drive-through line now this is tough. One because I didn't. I thought they were doing all day breakfast, but um, maybe that just at certain locations. Uh, like I remember one time, you, you can only get some things in some locations. Like you can't get a McGriddle after eleven. Right, I'll right, right. And I remember things like I remember one night on a on a drunken McDonald's uh, night, a vegan friend of ours was getting pancakes at three in the morning, and I'm like, no. That's that shouldn't be allowed. Uh, breakfast is <laughs> that's a breakfast time. That's where food. you drew the line. That's camp. where I drew the you line. You were up at three a.m. McDonald's and you're like, we've gone too far. No, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. We're out at a restaurant right now. It is three a.m. No, no one has a problem with that. But he's like, can I have some pancakes? You're like. What is the world flipped on its head? <laughs> well, Come on, like that's, relax. That's that's Ramsey's first complaint in, in in a kitchen is when the menu's too big. How can you how can you properly produce uh, hundreds of menu items? You know, adding breakfast to a three a.m. Uh, to your three a.m. menu just means the Big Mac and fries are going to suffer because of it. You know, we're not going to be able to pay equal attention towards the burgers and the flapjacks here. Um, yeah, this sounds like a story out of the States just because, I don't know, I wouldn't be so mad if I didn't get something that I wanted at a restaurant or if they were out of it. 
I can certainly see the frustration of like, ah, come on, I was in line though, and it, now it's 11.02. What do you mean it's not available? Uh, the McDonald's staff, though, should probably, you know, cut them a little bit of slack. Like, it's 11.02. Yeah, we still have some flapjacks on the grill. We can toss them your way, you fat fuck. I mean, chances are, if you're late for McDonald's breakfast, your life isn't going too well, and I would have cut them a little bit of slack. Uh, that's a headline. That's a headline. It doesn't have too many uh, details about the interaction, just that it was in the United Kingdom. Ooh. They do not serve all-day breakfast. Oh, okay. They don't have plans to introduce it. And she got in line at 11, long drive-through line, got to the window past 11, and they're like, yeah, sorry, sweet hat, we got nothing left. And she's like, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. <laughs> All right, let's keep on. We don't have much time. Go on, Mir, for you, Cam. Hi or no hi. Man caught breaking into homes hours after being released from jail. I say yes because he forgot something in there before he went to jail and he was hoping <laughs> they didn't cat, like they didn't find it. Because I heard a story about a similar guy doing this in Kitchener. I'll tell you about that one later. Maybe on next week's episode of the pod. Headline. Wow, nothing like a cliffhanger an hour Ooh, and an hour and ten him. minutes into the show, Cam. Yeah, you're right. That's a headline. It's actually a story out of Milton. Um, where uh, a man just released from the <clears throat> from the jail in Milton uh, was apprehended uh, when police were called to an alleged break-in at uh, five thirty PM. 5.30 p.m. doesn't seem like a weird time for break-in, but it would, considering the man was released from jail at 1 p.m. That is right, a little four-and-a-half-hour difference there. The suspect broke into the front door and was confronted by the homeowner before fleeing the scene and was caught by police a short distance away. Uh, and when the police kind of ended up identifying the man, ended up being 28-year-old Olusengun Owendare. Probably saying that oh, wrong. Classic Owenson Dunn. Oh, classic Owenson Dunn, of course, who um, for only four and a half hours prior was released from Maplehurst Correctional Complex. Um, uh, and he was apprehended only 2.7 kilometers away from the jail. Didn't get very far and then uh, went back in uh, or just went to go steal more shit. Unclear about why um, the homeowner didn't uh, know this guy. Uh, for any reason. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's the headline. Don't go stealing shit, kids. Don't go stealing things. Good to know. Thanks thanks for the pro tip there. <laughs> hey, uh, last headline for me, Cam, and I think last one of our show here. Rochester police officer sprayed nine-year-old child yelling, you're acting like a child. 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 God, wait, what do you have to do to pepper spray somebody? Um, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this is a headline just because the world's a terrible place. Yeah, it's a terrible place. And I wish there was like much detail to it as to why he thought this was okay. Basically, it was a girl who was suicidal. Um, she had been having a family disagreement, got pulled in because they just wanted to make her stable. And obviously she was like, I want to see my father, you know, just yelling shit like you do. 
Um, and they were kind of like, we're tired of this shit. We'll, uh, we'll deal with this the best way we know how, and that's to pepper spray people. So that is it, this, your sad headline of the day. Yeah. Wow. Really ending on a, on a pot, on a fun note there, Cam. We'll have to find some more fun headlines rather than children being pepper sprayed, but that's all the time we have for this week on the podcast. Remember you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. The podcast is everywhere. Keep giving it a listen, like, and, uh, reach out to seasonpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you uh send us a voice note and maybe you could be your your voice could be played on the air that's right cam and never forget folks unlike that girl in your high school bananas can't reproduce thanks for watching take care folks continuing tonight on two c's in a pod 96.7 on your Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a